Well, what is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas, and welcome back to another episode of Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller, and man, it is summer time here locally, and that gives me positive feelings, positive vibes, and joining me this week along the positive vibe train is our co-host, Zach Horvath. Zach Horvath, how are you doing, my brother? Doing good, man. Like you said, it's uh, feeling good outside, you know, do a little fishing, do a little hanging out, um, Memorial Day weekend, going to get yeah. to relax, hang out with the family, uh, just just good vibes, you know, and we get to talk about Star Wars, you know the drill, like, let's, I can't wait to get into um, it. Now, this is coming out on Memorial Day, so happy Memorial Day to all of our listeners out there, thank you to maybe any of our listeners that have been uh, part of service for our country, we really appreciate it, uh, but yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend, and you're feeling good going into the week. I know we're feeling good because we got a lot of Star Wars stuff to talk about. So, Zach, Zach is going to handle our off-the-top topics this week. So, Zach, take the floor. Yeah. So, we're, you know, we're going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get my hand at, at hosting this, at least this part of it. So, to get off the top, not too much to talk about this week, which, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to to chill a little bit and the first thing we yeah that's right the first thing we want to talk about was uh probably the the biggest one of the week i would say is the uh the set leaks of andor they keep coming on in somebody is not doing their job we've talked about this nope (laughs) somebody needs to get fired (laughs) somebody's bad at keeping leaks out of andor um but uh, i mean so andor and we also have the working title of book of boba fett which is buccaneer okay mm-hmm. so keller number one what's your thoughts on the leaks of andor dude the leaks just keep cranking out <laughs> and i know one of the actual leaks was actual video footage um, and i personally i saw it real quickly but things started happening to where i couldn't watch it again and now i've just completely forgotten about watching it again but i believe it looked like people that were covering up their costumes i believe so we didn't really get to see exactly what type of characters they were playing but an additional set leak recently was like a foresty type of planet um and i know as soon as i think of forest in star wars i think indoor uh we were going back to maybe some ewoks I indoor don't think on indoor yeah there you go <laughs> i don't think that's going to be the case though uh because we did recently just pull at that ewok thread in rise of skywalker at the very end of the film but it is interesting it's it's star warsy to be in a foresty planet or moon whichever it is but yeah do you have any other thoughts on the andor stuff other than no. it just keeps coming <laughs> i'll be honest I, I tried to avoid most of it yeah. um I, I saw that it had come out i'm like man I, i'm good i want to uh for for the you know purpose of this show i, I checked out a little bit but I just, I didn't want to dig too deep into it. Uh, just come on, man. Let us enjoy it. I know these, I know you get paid to do this stuff, but just yeah. let it, let it marinate. Let it, let them do their mm-hmm. thing, you know? Um, but and props to Best Ben Bulletin on Instagram. Yeah. I think I've mentioned them before. Their, their account is all about leaks. So they're doing what they've always set out to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're all about checking out leaks, I can't recommend enough following them on Instagram at Best Ben Bulletin. Yeah, I mean, because some people, they don't get affected by spoilers. You know, like Taylor can, my wife can look ahead and read the whole thing yeah. and then still enjoy the movie, where I'm the opposite. I like to go in completely, well, as blank as I can and enjoy it on the fly, you know. Um, but so closing indoor or mm-hmm. andor on indoor. Andor um, on indoor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you think about the Buccaneer? name for book of boba fed I, I i like it i think it's cool yeah i like the i like the name i think it fits the character it would just kind of mm-hmm. make sense that maybe that would be the working title on set for book of boba fed but my big thing with this is we're still getting on set information about book of boba which tells me that it is a still shooting which tells me b um when are we getting mando three like <laughs> that's right i can't take that's this right. anymore that's, I that's where i was headed to man. know i need to know the date i need to know when to be there when we're gonna cover it like i'm dying i'm I, dying I, I just want something right yeah. it's been absolute radio silence on the mandalorian season three now and, do you think that's because 
this whole Gina Carano thing, or is it just they're focusing more on Book of Boba? I think uh, it's that one. Okay, and that's think. where I fall, but and I just wanted to make sure that was out there. I hope that's the reason. I hope that the Book of Boba Fett is their focus and understanding that, um, you know, Mandalorian has made a name for itself and Book of Boba Fett hasn't, right? Right. To, to be to be name itself that's right that's what i mean like to be fair like it just it hasn't had a chance to yet so i mm. I hope they're focusing on season three and doing their their timeline maybe it's pushed because of covid or whatever but yeah if that's the reason whatever that's mm -hmm. cool just give us something give us right. something and don't forget pedro with his last of us contract that might be one of those things that's getting in the way as well that's but right. I still, I'm still gonna believe that it's just they want to make sure Book of Boba Fett's great. Uh, I mean, it's mm. a legacy character. It's a big um, deal to get right, that, right. And I think Favreau and Filoni are just focused on that right now, and they might be taking these things one one step at a time. Um, yeah, so and I don't, I don't want to rush them, right? Like right. I don't, I don't mean to rush them. I just want something to calm my anxieties <laughs> because I feel like it's like, eh. Yeah, we'll get to that season three, yeah, yeah, whatever. But to us, it's like, come on, man. It's been, we've been out of the Mandalorian swing for a little bit now. So mm -hmm. I'm ready to get back into it. Right. Um, but we'll, we'll see. So at Mando Talk on Twitter, we did a, a Twitter poll. Um, come follow us if, if you want to join in and, you know, if you like what you hear. But we asked, uh, when will we see the Mandalorian season three arrive on Disney Plus? So 11% said 2023. Interesting. Like 2023, like mid earliest or like at uh, the earliest okay, 2023. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So oof, I hope not. Um, 38% said late 2022 is when it would drop. 5% said early 2022. And then 44% the most was mid 2022. And that's where I voted um i put it in mid 2022 because number one we haven't heard anything about it right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. book of boba fett comes out in december is that right is right that one? of 2021 of 2021 december 2021 and they're gonna focus on that we'll get it for however long it runs can't remember how long we don't know and we then we're know. at mid 2022 right um if it's early 2022 we'll say early as in like what up to march or april sure, i guess sure. yeah potentially and we've talked about this before my thought would be potentially like march or april to get us that a, a little adrenaline hit but okay. i know where you're gonna go what's your thoughts where'd you land well here's what i want so i'll give you what i want <laughs> okay I, again, I'm one of those that that likes the goodies, the feels, of, you know, that fall nostalgic. Oh, let's cuddle yeah. up and watch Mando. It's finally coming out. Yeah. It's the it's the fall months, Thanksgiving, Christmas. So my vote is late 2022. That's what I want to see. Mm -hmm. But that's not what the question was. That's right. I don't expect it until 2023, personally. And here's why. Oh no! Because <laughs> we have Andor set footage continuing to come out. We know Kenobi is shooting. I think both of those are coming before it, possibly. Hmm. Uh, that might be a hot take. That might be no. wrong. You um, know, and I don't know what time frame in 2023, but for some reason, hmm. I, I'm getting this sense that we're not getting it until then. <sighs> which bums us you out, might be man. right dude you we're, might be right we're, su we're supposed to have our summer positive vibes going Dad, i know <laughs> why are you killing the vibes man no i'm just playing I, I you know looking at the so looking at the table right we're playing cards we're looking at the table you might be right man because we've got kenobi we've got book of boba fett we've got kenobi on deck we've got mm -hmm. andor on deck then we've got the ins and outs of whatever else they're going to put animation that's what i mean like animation or the disney plus stuff that right. they may fill in maybe they don't and with Pe the, the last of us thing is throwing me off with pedro yeah. because we don't know how long that could be right they may mm -hmm. only be shooting for a couple of weeks and it may not be a big deal but yeah 
but I don't want I don't want this to be what you take away from this. Just because it comes out in 2023, I know that's later than most people think. It was it not the lowest of the poll? Uh, no, early 2022. Oh, okay, okay. So, no, well, that would make sense. But 2023, I think, is probably one of the, I guess, least expected, though. Not mm. not the, the most, but... It's close. I know people, when things get pushed back, they're like, oh, what's wrong with it? I don't think it's one of those cases. I think no. it's just, like, again, they have so much lined up, and they want to make sure everything that they already have lined up knocks it out the park, and then they'll get to it when they get to it. And let's call it what it is. We're not talking about Bad Batch here, right? We're talking about Mandalorian, the right. premier Disney Plus, what everyone signs up for at this point. They're going to take their time, and I want them to. I don't, again, I don't want to rush them just because I'm a greedy consumer and I love this stuff, right? Yeah. I, I want you to take your time, but man, I hope it's not 2023. I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's not, but you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll so, see. Man. Moving on, uh, just another thing I wanted to point out on the uh, Collider interview with J.J. Abrams we talked about um, earlier. So a quote from him is, having a plan I have learned, in some cases the hard way, is the most critical thing because otherwise you don't know what you're setting up. Really? Really, oh. J.J.? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you don't know what to emphasize because if you don't know the inevitable, inevitable of the story inevitability maybe maybe you're just as good as your last sequence or effect or joke or whatever but you want to be leading to something inevitable end quote thanks for that jj at least yes. you said it you know we're all yes. thinking it he he's said acknowledging it. he's acknowledging thank you it. <laughs> thank you another quote here sometimes yeah. when it's not working out it's because it's what you planned and other times when it's not working out it's because you didn't have a plan end quote yeah. And so here's my takeaway from that, that mm -hmm. quote, that second quote that I really just wanted to go ahead and get knocked out. I think that not having a plan, I get in a sense that sometimes when you anchor yourself to a plan, maybe what has played out doesn't really flow with that plan anymore. I think that leans itself more so toward television, though, and especially not a pre-existing he used that term last week yeah a pre-existing franchise that the world knows it's a pop culture icon mm -hmm. people know the ways of the force they know what this jedi sith thing is like i don't know you got to have a plan with bigger things i get that you don't want to anchor yourself to it but at least an outline i mean and we have to remember that jj didn't just do star wars i mean this mm -hmm. dude has done some big stuff in his career so I, this is kind of a broad statement for him to say we focus in on oh yeah no crap star wars but lost is one That's i go true. to yeah. right um one of my favorite shows of all time but you talk about the plan of that show it's insane so um i, I want to you know open that up to i know this is a star wars podcast that's what we're focusing on but jj has done a lot and him just calling it out and I'm just happy to see that he's saying, look, guys, yeah, you know, we should have had a plan. <laughs> yeah, we should have had a plan on whatever he's talking about, whether it's Lost or TV show or Super. Is it Super 8? Is that what he's done? Super 8. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, any of these things. It's good to have a plan. And mm -hmm. OK, maybe it doesn't work out because that's what you planned. But at least you had a plan and at least you tried, and at least you were ready instead of just flying by the seat of our pants so um i just thought it was good to call out here um these these more detailed quotes because i'm just happy to see jj living it up and saying look guys yeah, yeah it helps 100%. to have a plan um, and i think the the company again is expressing that they have learned that lesson mm -hmm. with the continued hire of these different individuals specifically dave filoni getting that promotion yeah of directed or what is what is it again executive exactly. creative director there you go yeah ecd there but you go. i wanted to note um i think it, we i don't think we talked about it last week but th he's not the only executive creative director right. there's a couple other people that do the artist kind of stuff the imagery is that right and then there's one who does something else so um i know i said captain of the ship last week and i yeah. still fall in that in that you know mindset but we have to remember that 
they have learned their lesson, folks. Mm -hmm. I truly believe they've learned their lesson. If they're getting these major people in these executive creative director roles based on like segments of the company, right? Great call, in my opinion. Yeah, um, they're, I think they're, they're getting the talent. So they're, they're dividing out. The, the it's talent. a top you, down approach. We're going to have yeah. a guy that we can call on that is going to make the call. He's willing to make the call and say, yes, that's Star Wars. Yes, that's great. No, that sucks. That's not Star Wars, whatever it answer is. Whether so that's story design, uh, filming it, all of those exactly. things. Each piece of the puzzle, because I mean, it's hard to make a movie. Yes. It's hard to make a TV show. It's hard to make a movie. I know it's easy for us to watch it and talk on the show and critique the crap out of it. It's yeah. really hard to do. So we have to keep that in mind as well. I think people forget that a lot, especially I'm going to go where I go with video games. Mm -hmm. Making a video game is freaking hard, man, especially a good one because mm -hmm. it's years of your life. And with movies too, it's years of your life. You you create this art piece, put it out, and then you get clowns like me who go, "This sucks. <laughs> I I I know nothing about it. This is horrible. I played it for five minutes and it's trash." You know, yeah. it just yeah, it's a it's a reality of the uh, of the arts, I guess. So, moving on, third one, last news segment of the day, short and sweet here worth bringing up but not too much to dig into Zack snyder pitched a star wars movie to lucasfilm prior to the force awakens that was actually inspired by seven samurai now keller mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. number one who's gonna buy this movie if he ever does mix it up because he is reworking the project to make it more sci-fi um right. but no one's really picked up on it yet so number one who buys it if they do number two do we even want this dude touching star wars uh so number one i do think there's a potential of netflix buying this idea depending upon how army of the dead goes because Zack snyder just released that film on netflix i believe it was this past week I think so. I think it's getting mostly like positive. It's it's like reviews. middle of the road like on the on the upper end, I believe, of, yeah. of average. So if if Netflix wants to keep going down this track of like capitalizing on this whole Snyder cut wave of just noise online, and they want to keep pulling in numbers, I think picking up this project would be a great idea. And by the way, if Netflix. Uh, definitely not Warner Brothers or any of the other uh, studios out there picks this idea up. It's not going to have lightsabers. It's probably going to be That's like right. swords and stuff. I wanted to bring that up too. Right. If you didn't talk about it, because they can't pull that. It ain't Star Wars. <laughs> right. um, but what does that mean? You know, like just change some stuff out and it's not Star Wars anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right. it's still sci fi. So I think yeah, that's what they mean by reworking the project, aka. Mm -hmm sucking the trademark stuff out <laughs> the copyright right. stuff out and, yeah. and and reworking it but second question is do you want him touching star wars dude? no i do not um, <laughs> yeah. and that is yeah. some from me i'm somebody that actually doesn't mind his uh man of steel his mm -hmm. batman v superman mm -hmm. his uh snyder cut that just came out on hbo max like they're fun for me. It's not Star Wars, so I don't dive too deep into it, and I'm not mm -hmm. super critical of it. As long as I have fun watching a movie outside of Star Wars, um, I'm okay with it. So, but no, I don't want to touch Star Wars. Um, I'll answer as well. No, please, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want a black and white, dark and dreary, slow motion, slow mode Star Wars. Now, I've talked about wanting a rated R kind of darker thing. I don't want the Snyder darkness. You know, yeah, I just don't. And and not that he's a bad filmmaker. Again, I'm right there with you. I actually like the Snyder cut pretty good. Um, yeah, Batman v Superman's okay. Man of Steel was pretty good. I thought um, mm -hmm. better than it gets credit for. And I think it's recently getting this show get some more love out there. I'm happy to see that. But I think so. Um, so, like I said, short and sweet on Zack Snyder. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Do you want Zack Snyder touching Star Wars? Drop it in the comments. Let us know. Uh, um, be honest. Let it out because you heard our take. We don't. And if you do, yeah. tell us why. So, 
Um, that's it for the news, dude. Three topics off the top. Now we can dig into the meat of the week, which is episode five, Rampage of the Bad Batch. Now we're gonna correct. get we're gonna get into spoilers. So if you haven't heard or haven't watched it, go on, watch it, come back. Um, we are gonna get into it here now. Um, I'm gonna let Keller take over for the uh, episode review here. We're gonna go point by point, but I'm gonna give you my overall take here at the beginning, and then we'll get into it. So sure. right off the top, I loved this episode. We are back to what I want out of Bad Batch. Um, it was pedal to the metal as soon as the episode started. We're in. I was locked in as soon as the episode began. It was, I don't know the time of the episode, but it felt quick and short. I don't actually know, but. I think it was in that 26. Okay. I mean, it felt tight and I loved it. Um, it gave us great canon stuff. Now, oh, also, uh, we've been doing uh, quick takeaways or Keller has on mm -hmm. Friday mornings. So you can go back and look at that if you just want a short and sweet take of his. But going into kind of what you said, the canon stuff was awesome in this episode and i thought the character development for people was was well intertwined into what we got in the action and the in the storytelling where last week it was kind of slow and bleh, you know this week it was very much like pedal to the metal as i said and and adrenaline pumping while also being very important to our characters what was your right. thoughts overall no overall i'm gonna have to agree with you i thoroughly enjoyed from beginning to end this episode rampage of the bad batch i, I specifically remember the first time watching it it was like the first 10 minutes and I just had to hit pause. And I was like, wow, that was 10 minutes. They just fit all of that in 10 exactly. minutes. Exactly. Like, like we're going here this week. Uh, I enjoyed it. The clone wars connections were great. The little um, planet mentioned with Han Solo mentioning it in empire strikes back. My favorite star Wars film was great. So I knew I was waiting on, I, they start dropping these planet names and all these character names. I'm like, all right, I can't wait to talk to Keller. Cause he going to tell me what this means here. <laughs> right. Right. So let's do this. Let's dive into it overall. Right. Um, it sounds like we both loved it. So let's just share our love for this. As we go through this episode, the first thing that really happened to me that caught my attention was we're continuing to see that trust build between Omega and Clone Force 99 with the comm device. And that was like a comedic moment there at the beginning. Super cool. It, it kind of makes me think back to, you know, when I was a kid, Toy Story was my thing. And I got like this Buzz Lightyear wrist thing and you could talk through it. And, you know, I did the same thing Omega did. You know, you just have a lot of fun with it. Of course, and, uh, because it's cool. Great I mean, moment. It was a yeah, great moment. But, but uh, you know, it, it means a lot, though, right? Mm -hmm. It's a great moment and it means a lot because they're giving her this device, which makes sense especially with what just happened you can have con constant contact to her but they are able to trust her with this device which is huge man that's really yeah. cool to see and it didn't throw it in your face they just did it and i love that that's what i love about this episode is they just do things and mm -hmm. have characters do things and they don't say look they're trusting her with this you know what i mean Right. And I really like that. Right. Now, also in that opener, they mentioned where they're going. So I was wrong last week. I thought they were going to that uninhabited planet. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Um, they actually are looking for Lord Mantell. That is where they're headed to find out more information regarding Phoenix Shan. The reason why they're going there is Echo specifically remembers an informant named Sid um, that apparently worked with Jedi. And, man, I want to know more about Sid. I want to know more about that backstory. Um, and we get there, we meet Sid. The Clone Force 99 has no clue that it's Sid when they meet that Trandoshan. But Omega, here you go, you know, every time for sensitivity, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> a possibility. I promised our listeners that I was going to pull it out. Here is a little, a little pull, a little tug, maybe Zach disagrees, of a potential force sensitivity connection maybe later down the road that she immediately just looks at that trend ocean is like you're sid what did you think about you know them going to that planet and what do you think about your introduction to sid 
I loved every part of this. Um, you're going to hear me say that a lot. I think um, I love that they're they're digging into this character of Sid and this kind of bounty hunter Mandalorian, you know, style of bounty hunting, which mm-hmm. apparently if you have nothing to do in the galaxy, go be a bounty hunter. You know, you're going to get paid well. Yeah. You might die, but you might die, but it's uh, a fun life. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I, I don't know. I, I really love this episode or this part of the episode because um, it shows that the Bad Batch are willing to. They're getting scrappy, right? Because they're having to. They don't really have any money. They don't have anything, and they're having to dig through their database of who can we talk to to figure out who this person is that's hunting us down. So I yeah. thought that was really cool. And then the Echo uh, Force sensitivity. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Echo. Okay, I'm gotcha, sorry. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Omega. Um, I I kind of leaned into it a little right there because I I again, if they make it part of the story that they are creating the her and she happens to be force sensitive, I think that's freaking cool. And yeah. I kind of hope that's what's happening now. You're starting to sway me, but I just thought it was great that. They're over here. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, I, I just think it's really cool. Uh, they're over there trying to do their thing, and they're getting blown off by this other person. And then Omega's like, yeah, what up your Sid, ain't you? It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's really, really cool. Yeah, I love that moment. And Sid, for me, was the highlight of the episode. I enjoyed the character. I enjoyed the personality. And what Sid offers this crew is kind of like a Mandalorian trope, like a plot line. You know, you need something. It's a video game. You got to do something for me. And I call, and usually I know a lot of people sometimes just default to, I feel like at least recently default to, Oh, that was very video gaming, you know, but this really was like, this was a straight up video game. I mean, (laughs) however, like it didn't bother me today for some reason. I don't know why it didn't, it stuck out to me when she's telling them the mission and like, you do this for me and I'll help you. I, I did think like, all right, here we go. Yeah. However, with it sprinkled in with all the character stuff, I just, mm-hmm. it worked for me this week. I, I don't know why um, I didn't, it didn't bother me, but it was a fact of like, Oh, here we go. But I think the biggest takeaway I had in that moment was again, that the bad batch would be perfect bounty hunters yeah you know like like the and and i we're gonna get into the ending but i thought it was a great little um foreshadow of potentially what could happen with these guys is that they could be legit bounty hunters um yeah so i don't i don't know if they'll even dig into that we'll talk about it at the end but i haven't even thought of that but that's a great um, point i can't wait I just, to talk more about that at the end I, yeah and i i love this i love sid sid was great to to yeah. follow up what she said sid was great right so the mission that she provides for this crew rescue a kid with a quote-unquote nice bounty named moochie uh she was oh and moochie was taken by those zygerian slavers yeah so before they get to that mission though man you might have me on board at this point they uh-huh. like a solid 30 second clip of Wrecker rubbing his head and everybody Hunter, was it Hunter that asks if he's okay or one of the, yep. one of them yep. in the crew ask if he's okay and he's just like brushing it off like oh I'm fine and they all say you're crazy away. till you're not you know come on I'm on, I'm on board with you man <laughs> I, I I think the inhibitor chip is going bad and uh that's gonna be ugly now is that gonna be something that that occurs in this season or is that later in another this season? season this season, this season. okay i say bold prediction i say three episodes away oh, we're gonna come back to this clip <laughs> we're gonna pull that clip out we're gonna see if that's right i, I <laughs> that is based on nothing whatsoever but <laughs> i just right, think well, that we, we were what three episodes into him having headaches is that right three i think so so i just went three more that's the only reason <laughs> That is fair. That is fair. But yeah, continue. Sorry. Omega is ordered to stay in the ship while this mission goes down. We know that we I knew immediately that's not gonna be how that plays out. Yeah. But anyway, so the crew goes out in this Rezac. I hope I'm saying that right. Disturbs the mission. The bad batch is captured. The 
uh, Zygerian slavers go back to the ship. Omega slips out the ship. Omega is then the one that needs to rescue the Bad Batch. Pretty cool scenes, pretty cool scenes. But before we get more so into that mission, well, any thoughts on that before I move to the next thing? Nope. Nope. Okay. You're good. Um, we'll get, yeah. No, you're good. Sid. Oh. We're back to Sid. Sid is then seen, like after all that goes down there for a little bit, she is seen speaking to someone that is actually speaking Hatties through a hologram. Now, as soon as I saw Hatties pop up on my subtitles, because I was watching it with subtitles. I always um, watch the subtitles. Veteran yeah. move, by the way. You got yeah. you got to watch the subtitles. Um, did you immediately connect that to a potential character? Or did you think it was just nope. a new character that was in that Hut clan? I just was like, okay, we're getting into bounty hunter stuff. It would make sense that someone would be speaking this language. I didn't think of it being, you know me. Come on, I'm I'm yeah. not. A, I'm I'm watching and I'm just I'm absorbing it. I'm not really digging into what it is. Um, so I was like. Hey, that's interesting. Hatties. Okay. All right. Right. Um, Because, like, if I didn't need the subtitles, I'd be like, what the crap this is. Like, (laughs) this sounds familiar. So, Um, that's a great question. But for me, in my ear, I would have, I think I would have recognized that. I think you would. Hatties, even. It's very specific. Once you know that, once I knew that it was that, I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds just like that. Um, And we can just go ahead and say it. That Hatties individual that was speaking Mm -hmm. Hatties. Mm. ends up being bib fortuna yep that's right he is a lot skinnier now compared to when we last saw him <laughs> a in lot, Book of, in a Book lot of Boba skinnier. Fett set up <laughs> yeah a lot skinnier but what a freaking canon callback dude yes i love it again this is dave filoni saying i know what i'm talking about here right but no right. he he didn't write it he didn't write this episode but this is just, I would love to believe that it's his, his influence of taking things we know in Star Wars and kindly molding it in. Like, yeah. the way they, they, they directed the episode with it showing, like, the bottom of his face or whatever, mm-hmm. and then speaking Hatties, and then it being before. Like, that was great. And instead of, you know, it could have made it really ham-fist or whatever. It was very eloquent and very nice. Um and what a cool callback. I, I right. love it. And so other, I completely dropped the ball on this. I mentioned it in our uh, quick takeaways. Other quick canon connections that I just breezed over real quick. Uh, Ord Mantell, that planet, that was the planet that Han Solo mentioned mm-hmm. in Empire Strikes Back. And Zygerians heavily in Clone Wars. I, I said it on the quick takeaway. I highly suggest everyone out there that watched this episode to go back or to go watch it for the first time, the Zygerian arc that Anakin partakes in in the Clone Wars, it really is one of the arcs that to this day stands out maybe the most, not the most, but one of the most uh, compared to all the other arcs in Clone Wars, maybe just because the style of it. But anyway, I need to go back and check that out. But I wanted to pull those two canon things out as we were mentioning other canon connections. So back to this mission where we now have the Bad Batch and Omega just going crazy. Omega breaks free a Rancor, and this is when things go down. We then realize that Moochie is the Rancor and not the individual that the Bad Batch thought it Loved was. Loved this. Yeah. Loved it, dude. So speak I, on I it I cut you bit. off. But no, do I, it. I just was – that made me so happy because I was like, what a cool little twist that they that they did. And it's this, you're like, oh my God, they got it. Wait, what? Like your mind is like, all right, it's not that kid. And now it's this thing. Oh my God, it's a rancor. What, what are they going to do here, right? Yeah. Um, and the name Moochie just is incredible. I Moochie. love that name so much. <laughs> it is a great name. And so when all this craziness is going down with Moochie trying to, you know, kill all these Igerians that have treated her Extremely, probably horrible. I'm sure. Um, Hunter, best that Zygerian leader. It was a quick little battle there, but that was really cool. I like seeing those slave trader whip, light whip things that they got in action. Hunter struggles with it there for a little bit, but he ends up fending it off and just boom. Let me ask you this. Do you think him getting electrocuted affects his chip? Oh, boy. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I just came up with that. Yeah, no, because they probably... focused on it for like a long time of him getting like, yeah, 
which I thought it was a I cool know, scene. Man. I thought they were going to cut away. I didn't think they were even going to have the little scene. I thought they were going to cut away because I love seeing Hunter do what he does best and just yeah. do work on people. And he obviously did easy work on that guy, but I thought that was right. cool. And so the next cool thing for me, Omega picks up her bow that we've seen in trailers. I think we're going to see more of that. She's probably going to master that thing eventually, and it's going to be really cool to see that progression. Love it. And Moochie and Wrecker battling it out for, I guess, respect. Right. Uh, it's like a kind of Kong situation where it's like you battle me for uh, what's the, to be leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I loved it, dude. The, again, this episode is awesome. It makes me so happy. Just these little moments throughout where, oh, it's not the kid. It's actually this freaking rancor that you have to hit, that you have to get. And how do you get them? Oh, you have to battle it to show dominance over it. And then by the end, yeah. when they're just like swinging at each other, I thought that was awesome. That and was a great, great little comedic beat of yeah. where <laughs> uh, I think it was Tech who's like, yeah, too long. Um, <laughs> is they're not, they're not even doing anything now, and you just get look over and they're like that was yeah, great. That uh, was or, great. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I I out loud laughed. Yeah, at yeah. that moment, uh, it um, made me so happy. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that we missed there with the whole Zygerian plot point in this episode before we move on to the very end. Um, mm. Oh, I do want to mention we did get the leader when he was kind of just bad mouthing and talking to the bad batch as they were still arrested. Um, he was teasing the return to Cadavo, oh. uh, which is that locate location where slave trading used to occur. And now that the Republic is gone, they're trying to bring that back. Yes. And I specifically put that in the notes. Cause I know part of that, like whole political stuff going on is one of your favorite things about this show. So mm -hmm. any thoughts on that before we move to the end of the bad batch episode? For sure. I I'm glad you brought it up. Cause while I was watching, I also took note of it. Um, this is about the only really empire type stuff we get, but I loved it because We've been seeing the civilian side of things of, all right, get your points or your, your you know, your empire money and get your identification. Credits. Yeah, credits and um, all that good stuff, which is great. We're seeing them cheer in the streets. But now we're seeing the criminal side of things and saying, finally, the Republic is gone. We have an empire now. We can do what we want. Slave trading's back, baby. Like, I, I loved seeing that and them using that as a minor point they didn't even really you know dwell on that but the fact he even brought it up that this is new baby the empire yeah. there's no rules on this we're doing what we want we're back we're going back to this is it a planet that the slave trading i want to say that cadavo was a moon okay. but i'm not 100 percent sure um, um let us know you know i'm sure he'll look it up here but if you're screaming at us right now just throw it in the comments okay it was a it was a planet. um so that was a great uh, moment that was very quick, really nice. Again, not ham-fisted. They just throw it out there. He's speaking mm -hmm. to them clearly saying, here we go, baby. This is it. Um, finally, that stupid Republic is gone. And uh, I thought it was cool to see. And I think it was even so subtle that he wasn't even on screen when he was saying that sentence. I think it was just mentioned in the subtitles while Omega was crawling to the, uh, um, I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Again, subtitles, um, it really lets you in on what the heck's going on, but, yeah. um, I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was, it, he was saying all that when Omega was just crawling toward the cage that Moochie was in. So yeah, it was so subtle to the point where maybe you missed it. So hopefully us talking about that, uh, real quickly maybe you got something out of that so the end of this episode we do finally get the reveal of bib fortuna we already alluded to that bib fortuna obviously we know is basically jabba's right hand man i would right say right hand man sure um so immediately for me when i was watching it i, I know about the rancor that's on return of the that's in return of the jedi on tatooine is this the same rancor now obviously color is different size is definitely different but those two things i think can easily change over time but we were doing so before we got into this episode we did do kind of a little research mm -hmm. the rancor correct me if i'm wrong zach because i think this is something you discovered the rancor in return of the jedi is a male correct it's a at least on this page i'm reading here it is a male named patisa 
Okay. Now we, uh, again, we don't know if that's canon or legends, correct? That, that is that I don't. Yeah, I, I was trying to to do this research to see if it was the same. Um, mm -hmm. And if it is legends, you know, just let us know. But this is on Wikipedia, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just went there and was trying to do some digging, and they sure. talk about this this Rancor being a male named mm -hmm. Patissa. Which um, then, which is Hatties for friend. Oh, that, nice. that's what that means. Nice. Um, so fun little what, fact that immediately axes out the possibility of Munchie, of Moochie, Moochie, sorry, <laughs> Moochie being the same Rancor. Yeah, I think so. Um, at but least if that's Legends, if all of that's Legends, though, it's possible that Filoni is trying to make this the same. Right, and, and that very much could be the case, which is very interesting to think that the Bad Batch saved this Rancor that will then show up in, in Return of the yeah. Jedi, which is very, very cool. And which, for somebody, for people that just watch Star Wars and the movies and the television and they don't go to Google or read extra canon material, that's probably an assumption that 50% of the fan base has now made. Right, regardless. they're like, oh, it's that one from, oh, it's a one from right. Return of the Jedi. Regardless yeah. of what content's already out there, if we've got proof that it actually is or proof that it's not, 50% yeah. of the fan base is going to assume it's the same one. And I kind of hope it is because that's very cool. Um, yeah. that, that's very interesting to me. And like I said, the fact that it would be involving the Bad Batch with the uh, original trilogy stuff, which is very cool. Even I mean, right. we got Bib already, right? Uh, so mm -hmm. that was enough, but this would be a, a cool part of it. But um what what's what's Sid think about Fennec Shan? Dude. Okay, so I'm really interested to hear your take on this. Yeah. I do I do have a little beef with this part. Okay. Sid shares that Fennec Shan is new to the scene and the hired hand is unknown. That was the information that they were given for them completing the mission, for getting Moochie. For me personally, I learned nothing new from that. I already knew she was kind of new to the scene. We already don't know who hired her. So what did we learn? That's why I'm a little frustrated with that reveal. Zach, do you have more of a summer positive vibe take to that? <laughs> um, I just, you know, I didn't really care about it. I guess that's why. I was more concerned about what I was talking about with the bounty hunter stuff and Bad Batch more than the Fennec okay. Shan stuff. Because like she said that and I was like, okay. Like, really uh, like because i right. thought last week last week you had said something about how you were wanting to know more about phoenix background right i yeah i do and i, I okay. still do but they distracted me with the uh, with the bounty hunter stuff okay. so that i i'll be completely honest with you i forgot that's what they were doing i thought that in my own brain i was like oh <laughs> they're doing the bounty hunter mission oh, so okay. i was kind of focused on that so then when she brought up phoenix at the end i was like oh i forgot that's literally why they started this whole thing and oh okay she's new to the scene and we know nothing all right great now it was cool that um she talked about the guild which i thought was yes. great good yep. touch and the fact that it's a straight commission i think is what she said mm -hmm. um where it's not through anything else it's like it's just i'm assuming that means they contacted her and she's working directly for the people is that what that means i guess potentially like, I'm I'm unclear on that, but I, right. she did bring, make a point to bring that up. So I, I don't think we're done something. with Sid. I think we'll get some answers. I hope we're not done with Sid. I hope that um, she or it or whatever it is um, mm -hmm. becomes a main character because I I really did like Sid. I I, I commend you. Yeah. Or not commend. <laughs> I uh, agree with you. Okay. Now Sid. Speaking of Sid, her recommendation she give or she tells Hunter to have friends and mostly money, which we know neither of those they had. But Sid does give the crew their cut, so they do now have a little bit of money. Again, I'm going to pull this out. Maybe the friend could be Rex. I'm just searching there. We're searching for maybe that could be the friend that they need to go get. Who Rex knows? Rex is going to show up. Come Eventually. On. We know it's going to happen because we've seen it in a trailer. But, mm. you know, we're just at least I am dying to see when it actually is going to happen. But here's the final thing that I want to discuss. Sid, for me at least, Sid really teases the potential of possibly sharing the Bad Batch information for me. Because she's really, I mean, she's in the business of making money. And obviously, she makes the comment about how they are so sought after. So obviously, see, it would come with a lot of money. I'm, 
I, I it's awesome that you think that because I took the complete opposite route of okay. no, that's she good. sees their value and she sees that they could freaking get a rancor. They can get her a lot of money. So I love, I, that's how I took the moment of Hunter looking back at her. Like, so what are you going to do? And really? she's like, don't worry. I can keep a secret. See, like, that's me, how I took it. Part of me interpreted it as Hunter looking at her a little concerned. Like she could leak where our location is. I mean, yes, I think 50, 50 Hunter's like, okay, yeah, we can work for her to get some money. But I also have to worry about her maybe sharing some info about it's us. It's crazy that you took it that way. I mean, I mean, it's awesome because I completely took it the other way. As in, I'm looking back at you like, so we good or? And then she was, she. I mean, she she said, I can keep a secret. So um, I, I thought that was her confirming. Mm. If you keep coming to me and doing good things for me, then I won't bring it up. Um, Never trust a Trandoshan, my man. Never well, I know, but that's just how I read that. All right. I'm a naive. <laughs> no, maybe I'm just trying to say that to give myself some credentials there. I no, I mean, you, you might be right. I like, I, mean, it. I right. like the, I like the but, differing takes on that. And yeah. I really need to go back and watch it again in the, it. in the light of what I'm saying. And I'll do the yeah. same. Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to see kind of what you're talking about. Cause I blatantly read it as no, they're, they're good. She and said, she's going to uh, be a bounty hunter. Yeah. Or he's going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess when she said uh, I can keep a secret, I was just thinking, you know, can you though? Really? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's anyway, probably fair, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I, either way, I'd be okay with either plot line because I love Sid. I would love to see Sid yeah. continue to be maybe just their, um, oh, grief carga of the show, maybe. Yeah. Were there, there Maz in Last Jedi? Yeah, right? there you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. no, but I, 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 I said, we'd talk about it at the end. It's the bad batch being bounty hunters. What I love it because I never would have thought about it. Mm. However, they would be perfect for it. I mean, they're a squad of elite soldiers who can get crap done as we have seen. Why would they not want to make money off of it? You know, I, I just I don't know if they'll even pull on that string at all, but um, I, I have no prediction on that at this point. I don't feel confident yeah. enough. But the fact that they very heavy handedly talk about it at the end and she says, I will keep a secret. I know who you are. You're very valuable. We can make a lot of money together. Like, I don't know. Um, it's very interesting. And I don't take the bad batches guys who are gonna do this for money but i mean like i said they're having to get scrappy they're taught they're yeah. talking to this underground bounty person already it's mm -hmm. it could be a slippery slope i don't know and one thing though i was just thinking as you were saying that that makes me maybe start to see your side of things as far as her actually just genuinely offering a job um is that she used to work with jedi like oh, i completely forgot yes. about that and That's obviously fair. if jedi are trusting sid then i think it's fair to assume that she has good intentions like she's at least loyal to a sense like mm -hmm. I, I i that's a great point yeah even thank you for for <laughs> backing for making me myself on that. look horrible <laughs> <laughs> thank you for making my point more uh just more out there and ready to rock because yeah. I mean, uh, of course, if if the Jedi are working with her, I'd like to assume that she is somewhat loyal and sure. reliable. But I, I oh, love this episode, man. Overall, loved it. Dude, I did too. And I just realized, though, that uh, I completely dropped the ball on doing our poll from our listeners. But <laughs> yeah. I'll send that out. I will send that out on Twitter. So there's a great so segue. Remember, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Mando Talk, so you can participate in polls. Uh, just get to know us a little bit more or at least like retweet uh, see our overall tweets about the star wars galaxy but to get to i guess to get to know us more though i think discord's the place for that so yeah, i would, I would click that so. discord link in the description come hang out with us come have conversations we now have a bad batch spoiler thread a spoiler channel in sure. our discord uh, and we also just have a general mando talk discord where we just share our love for star wars 
Yep. It's, it's been really fun and we're, we're definitely seeing more action in there. I'm loving it. Um, it gives me something to like look forward to during the day when I'm at work and I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> I can see some cool, you know, memes or images or just thoughts. And I, I love it. Um, so come and join us over in the discord. If you like what you saw, I, you know, join us on YouTube. You can see my background is a little different today. Um, yeah. we're, we're recording at a different time, but uh, if you're an audio listener, come on over to YouTube. It's really cool to see us interact. I think um, you can see our pretty faces or ugly faces, whatever you say. And um, you can get in on our potential, you know, live streams and premieres. Uh, I know we've, we're going to be kind of dipping our toe in that some more with uh, YouTube premieres and jumping in live chats and just being interactive. Again, we've told you guys before, we just want this to be a community. So we want to hear what you think. We hope you want to hear what we think. And we're going to tell you because that's what we do, right? Absolutely. 100%. Well, listen, Zach, I appreciate you being here this week. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed us going over the news the way that we did. Uh, yeah, me too, man. I, th I thought it was really interactive and I thought it was good. Yeah. Let us know what you get. You think, guys. Did, yeah. Did, did I do okay? Chirp no, me you, if you need to. You, you did a great, you did a great <laughs> job, and I can't wait for next week whenever we can discuss the news and talk about episode six. I mean, any, any, as we're going out, any predictions maybe for next week of the Bad Batch? You know, I really don't have any. After yeah. I'm just thinking about after this episode, I don't know where we're going to go next, and I don't know what we're going to do with this information of of potential bounty money, and now they have some money, so mm -hmm. is now the time we go to Rex? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of where I land, but I will do one prediction, and this might be a stretch, but you know okay. we we go for it here. Yeah, I think we're checking in on Crosshair next week. We haven't seen them in a couple of weeks. Yes. I think we might see just a check in, a quick hey, how you doing, and then back to the bad batch kind of situation. I'll make I, that I, my prediction. It might be safe. Might be safe. I love. I thinking, love that. But no, I love that. I, I want to see what they're doing with him. I want to see more of the cloning and the, the Empire stuff. I, I want to, it's been a couple episodes, you know, since we dove back into that. So I want to see that. Right. For sure. All right. Well, we can't wait to see you next week. Uh, and we appreciate the support as always. We are going to go ahead and get out of here again. We hope you enjoyed Memorial Day. We hope that you have a blessed week. And as always, we have spoken.